This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. All right, okay. Um, the best way to support our show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com slash Click the Support Our Artist button, which takes you to Amazon. Just shop like you normally would, and Amazon will send us a little bit of money, which we will then use to buy better cell phones and microphones, because right now I am recording this in the last phone booth in Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, that's just a, another serious fact in this very serious podcast. The sun is up, the sky is clear, but all is lost when you aren't here. Where did you go? Where did you go? Where did you go? I just don't know. Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared. By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies. Hi, I'm Matt Manser. And I'm Eileen Mary O'Connell, and this is Skaterial, the Muppet Babies episode podcast where we investigate the disappearance of the Muppet Babies character, Skeeter. On the Muppet Babies, we see the lives of of eight Muppets as babies, mm-hmm. sometimes a couple extra guest Muppets as babies. Mm-hmm. And all those Muppets we see as adults later on Muppet shows and movies. We see an adult Kermit. Mm-hmm. We- adult Rolf. Adult Piggy. Adult Gonzo. <laughs> I'm already... This is already so much. That's okay. Eileen's... Uh, I am... Tearing up I, a little. I, I have an IV attached to me because the tears have been so dehydrating that my doctors are worried. Yeah, it's, it's a very... Eileen's going through a lot right now. Um, the point is, we don't see an adult Skeeter. We don't. We see the adult, the other Muppets, not Skeeter, and we want to know what happened to her. <laughs> what happened? Is she, how is she doing? Is she even still with us? We don't know. We don't know. We don't. And we we, we want to know, and that's why we're here. We're here every week watching an episode of Muppet Babies to, to find out. Mm-hmm. We're looking for clues as to what could have led to her disappearance. And helping us with this investigation, we always have a couple of guests to uh, to give us their insight. And uh, today we have uh, two people who have the podcast Twilight Zone Zone, uh, Jeremy Schmidt, Ron Leckler. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Hi, hello. Thank you Hi, so yeah. much for having us. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, so uh, how, much, how much has Muppet Babies been a part or not a part of your life? Ron, you want to take this one first <laughs> and I'll take the next? Sure. Okay. Uh, the Muppet Babies has been out of my life for a very long time. Oh, no. Mm. Uh, I haven't... I, I watched an episode of The Muppet Babies this morning, and it was the first time in over, over a decade, certainly. Oh. I, I mean, even more than that, I, wouldn't, I wasn't watching it at 17, either. Huh. Mm. Well. Is it because it's, it it's too hard to watch? Yeah. No. Mm. What? I... Uh, <laughs> I got through the. I, I've, I've also listened to other episodes of this podcast, and there is like this common theme of Eileen having a hard time. Yeah, uh, she yeah. always seems to be going through yeah. a thing, and uh, I was not touched in the same way. But I'm still super willing to uh, lend my insight into this investigation. Well, it's good that we can get an objective point of view. I, I guess. Um, yeah. No, it, it's good. Okay. Okay. I um, am different. 
I uh, really liked uh, the show growing up. Mm-hmm. It was a big part of my life. And the Muppets in general are a big part of my life still today. And uh, I did like the movie when it came out, the new one with uh, Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't see the next one. Oh, Muppets Most Wanted. Muppets Most Wanted. Yeah. Which is good. Is that a good movie? I, yes. Is Ricky Gervais in that movie? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You know who's not in that movie? Skeeter. 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 No right. Skeeter in yeah. any Muppet movie. Mm-hmm. I don't think I realized until this podcast that Skeeter didn't show up again. I'm the same way. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think I think Eileen, you had thought of, like I hadn't really thought about much either. I think you're the one who really like picked up on that. Yeah. Um, Matt Matzer and I, this is a true story, we used to work in the same office and he was talking about Muppet Babies and I looked up from my cubicle with more tears falling down my face than normal. And this is I, all true. This okay. is all true. And I said, Matt Manser, have you ever wondered what happened to Skeeter, Scooter's twin sister? And I think that's what I said. It might have just come out as, as howls and blubbers. Yeah, it was howls and blubbers, I think. <laughs> As far as I could tell, but I heard the word Skeeter, and I kind of put it together. Yeah. It's the subtitle for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Howls and Blubbers. Howls, Howls and Blubbers. And blubbers. Mm-hmm. Do, um, what, what, do you guys like, I mean, obviously you like the Muppets. What, what a stupid question I was about to ask. What I mean is, what is your Muppet uh, history? Oh. Oh. Like, what, like what gives you the right? <laughs> Uh, well, maybe we, my maybe my beating heart, Jeremy. Yeah, we we live and breathe, mm-hmm. and totally. uh, and I love Muppets. I love Muppets, and I love Muppet Babies, mm-hmm. and I just want all the Muppet Babies to have grown up to be adults. Mm-hmm. Also, this uh, this podcast is the only reason I know that Skeeter is not in like an actual Muppet and only exists in the Muppet Babies. Canon, yeah. Can- you mean our yeah. real world canon? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what I meant. Well, Muppets are real, Ron. Yeah, Muppets are real. Muppet Babies are real. Mm-hmm. The show Muppet Babies is a documentary. It is a documentary. Yeah. So, Ron, um, from now on, yeah, uh, <laughs> stick to the reality that we all subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, with that, um, what we will do is. Uh, uh, Recap the twelfth uh, episode of of Muppet Babies, entitled "From a Galaxy Far, Far Away," and um, after after recapping the segment, we'll look for see what clues could have been been found in that particular segment. Uh, so uh, I'll begin. Um, so it's 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 at night, and the babies pretend to be aliens landing on Earth. Skeeter makes spaceship sounds. Me, 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 me. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank She's you. got the voice of an angel. Uh, they emerge from the flying saucer. It's really a table. Uh, Scooter is wearing what looks like a vacuum extension on his nose, and then he sneezes. Uh, Skeeter says, Zorgaflex, that's alien for bless you. Uh, Fozzie turns on the TV, not knowing what it is, and says, take me to your audience. An audience appears on screen, so Fozzie tells it a space joke. Uh, which was, uh, what kind of music does a man in the moon listen to? Moon rock. Uh, then the audience throws a tomato through the TV screen, hitting Fozzie. Uh, Gonzo opens a closet door, finds some scary robot alien creatures, and tells the other babies they need to run, to run away. 
Uh, that's when Nanny comes in and says, what's all the shouting about? Gonzo imagines Nanny is the alien, but she turns on the light and they see it's really her. Uh, they explain that they're playing UFO. Uh, Nanny tells them not to go too far into space because they have to be back on Earth to go to bed in an hour. Then Nanny leaves. Oh, what a surprise. What, that she leaves? That she leaves. <laughs> She's always leaving them. She, yeah. Yeah, notice anything? Yeah, I did notice. Okay, so first of all, uh, Skeeter uh, knows the alien language. And she's the fir- like the first person to no- know it. I also made I made that same observation that when she knows alien for God bless you, I'm like, how does she know this foreign language? Yeah, yeah. Do you think Do you think she's an alien? Because mm-hmm, we don't know for sure what species she is. There's a well, lot of debate. Uh, well, I bet she's whatever Scooter is. That you bet that it stands to reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. that twins are the same. <laughs> yeah, I I've known twins at school that I went to, and they were. Both the same species, which was human. So one yeah. wasn't an alien and the other one wasn't human? No, um, they were both humans. Well, that kind of rules out the alien thing. <laughs> oh, well, I think that Scooter could be how, an alien. How, do, how does she know? Because also, I mean, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but the other Muppet babies do know the alien language, too. A little bit. Yes. So that's it kind of, it kind of screwed up that. Well, it's, it's interesting because I noticed that Skeeter says that's alien for bless you. But then later, when Gonzo is speaking uh, another language, he says that it's Martian. He's more specific. And I oh, noticed yeah, that Skeeter yeah. is more general, and it feels like a conscious choice. Oh, do you feel like she's hiding? I think I feel like she was making a conscious effort to be discreet, yeah. yeah. <gasps> oh, oh no. so she's a Martian, you think, specifically? That's Possibly. conjecture. Or um, just from some kind of other planet that's uh, maybe Mars, maybe around it. Yeah, uh, on or wait, around wait. Mars, one yeah. of its many moons. I, I also wanted right. to bring up something that I don't know if it's been pointed out, but have we ever? Have you guys ever talked about the intro of the show, the song number, and then no. not a whole lot? Not no. really. No. Okay, so do, uh, do you? Do you? Can anyone tell me what Skeeter's doing in the intro of the show? The biggest thing she's doing: gymnastics. It's a swing. She's swinging on a swing set, but see. I think she's swinging next to Piggy, maybe. Um, but whoever she's swinging next to, they're looking at, at the camera. They're look, looking at us. They're mm-hmm. singing to us. But Skeeter is looking off in another direction. Oh. What is she looking at? That's a good question. Mm. Yeah. I got to write this down on the board, man, sir. Yeah. We have, uh, as, 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 as you Jeremy see. and Ron can see, our big board. Oh, yeah. Of, yeah lots uh, of yarn. Yeah. A lot of yarn. Oh, the true detective so style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um, very true detective y because yeah. it's also disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Disgusting in a, on it. in a storage unit. I go to a lot of church rummage sales and I just get a lot of um, old hand knit uh, <laughs> scarves and then I unravel them and I've been using that as yarn because um, I am not allowed inside Michael's anymore. Oh no. Yeah, you were banned there and, what, months uh, ago. What, what I happened? S- you know, they just don't like they don't like women crying in the aisles for twelve hours out of the oh, day. Oh, you go there yeah. and you cry there too. Yeah. If I remember correctly, mm. you were trying to soak up your tears with yes. the yarn. I was trying to soak them up with the yarn. And they were like, "Well, you have to buy this now." But then it's soggy yarn. <laughs> soggy yarn. It's true. So we couldn't use it. No, I've tried Joanne's too, but yeah. you know, the yarn community news travels fast. It's a lot of, it's oh. a lot of yarn. Yeah. 
a lot of uh, a lot of also just Polaroids of Skeeter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, mean, with crudely drawn question marks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the only kind of question mark I know how to draw. Well, is at first one. I thought the Riddler lived here. Yeah, yeah. Because there were a lot of crudely drawn question marks, but then I realized it was just a mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First yeah. I thought it was uh, Matthew Lesko. <laughs> having a major breakdown right now. (laughs) Doctor, I need a new IV. She's in hysterics. So uh, I noticed that when Eileen cries so hard, it sounds like laughter. Can you laugh for me? Let someone tickle her. I just want to know what her laugh sounds like. Okay. um. (laughs) Oh, no. That was so loud. (laughs) Yeah. That's what a laugh sounds like. Hmm. Also, uh, Moon Rock is a great joke. I just want to point that out. That's a really good joke. Mm-hmm. And they we, was, there was it? really no fat on it at all. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. we we love we love sharing all of Fozzie's jokes on yes, this show. Yes, we we think it's important. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Again, this has happened before where the audience throws a tomato. We are the audience. I didn't throw a tomato. Did any of you throw a tomato? I did not. I was eating a tomato and I ate it. Well, this was an audience on a TV screen. Uh huh. Not. Not the audience where Fozzie's looking right. into the camera, which has happened before. Oh, oh. Hmm. Well, should but, we move on? Yeah. Okay. Um, what happened next? Yeah. Uh, do, do you guys think, in general, Nanny knows what happened to Skeeter? I think Either she... she's responsible for it, or she has no clue at all. Yeah. Either she's... Oh, okay. So that's like a, that's a... Mm-hmm. That's a a thick pendulum there. <laughs> uh, so it's either she did it or it has no even clue. Yeah, it happened while she left. She's oh, always, did? She's Maybe always that's up. what I'm that's one of the theories. Yes. Well, she also it's tastes right like an alien. Oh, that's right. Gonzo said that. Gonzo right. bitter that's and true. she tastes like an that's alien. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Writing it down. Have we decided what species Scooter and Skeeter are? Well, and, if they're not and aliens. the rest of them too. Yeah, I mean, because also Gonzo is, is certainly not whatever Scooter and Skeeter are, but he looks like an alien also. Gonzo is an alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gonzo. Oh, okay. I think Muppets he's from alien. space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Scooter and Skeeter, we don't know. I mean, there's a lot of theories. Oh, I mean, that would explain what how he knows what an alien tastes like then. Yeah. yeah. When he yeah. bites Nanny. It's they, like when I bite a person. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you taste like a person. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I lick my nan- Nanny's ankles... <laughs> I, uh, I'm like, I don't know what this, what you taste like. Okay, but you keep, tr- you keep doing it to try to see if you yeah. ever mm-hmm. find out. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. do, right. oh, uh, I was going to say also Gonzo, uh, doesn't, uh, need to breathe out of his nose. Yeah. Oh, shit. Gonzo's nose isn't for breathing. It's just for farting. <laughs> Is that true? His nose has a lot of purposes. He can use it as a periscope. Right. He's used it um, to as a cotton candy stick before. Mm-hmm. It's a very versatile nose. Yeah. What an idiot. I'm not trying. I'm not trying Whoa. to say this to be lewd, but um, every time he touches anything, he farts, and it makes a fart noise. Did you is guys? That, <laughs> that is true. Every time he bumps into something, it goes <laughs> like with his nose. Every time. Yeah. Even mm. not his nose. Like, if he sits down too hard, he <laughs> makes a fart sound. 
Go back and watch this episode again. It he's it's the first half of this episode, it's which just, is the segment you just sort of kind of laid out. Well, not the first day. Just the first, first part. couple minutes, yeah. A couple minutes, got it. Yeah. There's still a lot of farting. A lot of farting. First, yeah. Well, we all fart. Next, the babies hear a strange noise from outside and see a beaming light. Gonzo thinks it's a UFO. Kermit says, if Gonzo's right, it could be full of little green men from Mars. Piggy says, what's so bad about that? You're little and green and adorable. Skeeter says, let's go tell Nanny we saw a UFO. Scooter said she never believed them. Kermit says it's probably it probably wasn't a UFO, but then there's rustling and a creature appears to approach the window. The babies run away except for Animal, who says, Mama? Kermit says <laughs> Kermit says that's not his mama, but an invader from another world. Animal opens the window anyway and lets it inside. The creature hides in the shadow, but Skeeter can see it eating Scooter's truck. Gonzo thinks it might be it might eat one of them next. The creature then takes Gonzo's chicken, Camilla, so Gonzo takes it back and scares the creature into the closet. The creature then comes back out, wearing clothes that make it look similar to E.T., and Gonzo apologizes. Gonzo realizes the alien is friendly, so the, the babies turn on the light and welcome it. A lot going on That here. is... Yeah. Oh, man. It is a story that sounds like it was written by a schizophrenic. <laughs> a story. A story. I mean, I mean, it is like it, hearing you tell it mm-hmm. as if it were a story. Yeah. Yes. Not, yeah. It is like to recount the events that happened is like sort of a nightmare. Um, I mean, it must have like been a scary real situation for these Muppet babies to go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're also just babies, too. And yeah. I also didn't realize Animal so much younger than the rest of he them. He is. He's yeah. like an infant baby. So in he's their... like a teenager. Um now. Yeah, comparatively. Right. I mean, it depends on how his species ages and their sure. lifespan. Because what is animal besides an animal? I think he's spaghetti. He's just an animal. <laughs> spaghetti? You think he's spaghetti? Well, I mean, not real spaghetti, but... Um, he's part spaghetti, part drummer. Yeah, That's kind yeah of I think so. He's half things. spaghetti, half drummer. Yeah. He self-identifies as a spaghetti drummer. Oh. Yeah. Um, what I noticed here is uh, when Skeeter says, let's tell Nanny about this UFO, and uh, uh, Scooter says she'll never believe them, it makes me think that could be what happened later. Mm-hmm. Maybe Skeeter was abducted by a UFO later, and no one told anyone because no one would believe it. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, so you think maybe some of the other Muppets know, like, they know what, they maybe saw it happen, and, and they wanted to tell somebody, the authorities, Ricky Gervais, Nanny, somebody. They've, they've all been awfully quiet, yeah. all the other Muppets. Which is weird, because they're also so very loud and obnoxious sometimes. Yeah, well, that's, because that's the thing, it's not just that Skeeter, it's, it's not just that we don't know where she is, we, it doesn't get talked about, that's the thing that troubles me. Yeah. They're not investigating this like we are Mm-mm. right i wish they were though we can use all the help we can get well if we can get uh kermit on the show at some point that would be oh uh mr the frog if you are available right now and would like to be on skaterial um just call me if you're available right now right now right now if you're available right now. right now yeah are you I getting... have... check your phone <laughs> checking i'm checking I have a little seat that's shaped like a lily pad for you because I thought that would make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a little banjo. I can 
I can lend to you and you can play if you find that relaxing or not. I'm not trying to guilt yeah. you into a concert, Mr. If, the Frog. If, but, like, if, we wouldn't mind. Yeah. If you're taking the 101 uh, and there's lots of traffic, you might want to get off on, like, a, a connect. Uh, on like a connection, um, I, I suggest taking the rainbow connection. <laughs> oh, man, it's not Off easy being green. <laughs> yeah. Off of the one. one. Yeah. Um. So, oh, also, uh, there's a thing that I noticed when uh, Animal is looking out the window at, I think it's the lights or at the UFO, uh, Skeeter says, Animal, get away. And she seems so genuinely concerned. And it makes me think, what is it that she knows? Yeah. That no one else knows. I think she's just, uh, she's in the past been overly protective of Animal in particular. Yeah. I think they just have, they might just have a special bond. Maybe there's a situation where Animal was in danger and she put her life on the line for him and he survived. Well, did you guys ever talk about this? That like Scooter also, not Skeeter, but Scooter, he's also not like a super... um, we don't see him a ton in Muppets stuff. No. He's not a particularly popular. He, it's, I almost feel like after Muppet Babies, he kind of, not maybe not went into hiding, but a form of that. He has become more reclusive. Yeah. He's definitely, his, he's changed a bit because on Muppet Babies, the documentary, he's very like, I do computers. Computers are my thing. Mm, yeah. And then on the, Muppet, on the Muppet show, he carries a clipboard and gets bossed around by Kermit. And on uh, the Muppets, the recent TV show, mm-hmm. um, it's a similar job, but um, he talks a lot about uh, his mother being very close with his mother. Oh. And that's very interesting. Also, we don't mm. hear about Skeeter on the Muppets. Are you guys fans of the most recent Muppet show? Because I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Or liked it. Is it is it over now? It's been over it's... for a year. Mm-hmm. Wow. I wrote a, a spec script of it, which is weird writing oh. a spec script of oh, a no. of a thing that's real. Yeah. Because it's a real mm-hmm. thing that's happening. But I'm right. Sure. It's I guess it's just you know. It's like a the fictionalized. Ta- it's like the uh, time I wrote a spec script about Pawn Stars. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly like that. <laughs> it's uh. It's like what you wish would happen. Mm-hmm. I just wish this would happen on Pawn Stars. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what all spec scripts are. Yeah. It's like kind of what you wish would happen in a show. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, um, well, uh, next on the episode, yes. uh, uh, Scooter asks the creature for its name. It says, uh, Herm. Uh, so Scooter thinks its name is Erm. Uh, Ralph says he was actually saying germ. So Gonzo freaks out thinking it's some sort of space germ. But Skeeter says it was really saying Irma, and the alien is a girl. Skeeter enthusiastically introduces herself. Start say that over. Skeeter enthusiastically introduces herself, and the other babies warm up to her as well. Gonzo asks what planet it's from, and then it sneezes. Gonzo says, "You're from the planet Sneeze? I told you she was a germ." Scooter says, "There's no planet Sneeze," and gets a book of solar system of the solar system, so she can point to where she's from. She points to Neptune. Kermit wonders if she doesn't know how to get home, uh, so Piggy says they can get her home by wishing on a star. Piggy tries to make a wish, but Gonzo steals it by wishing for a kiss from Piggy instead, but and that wish does not come true. <laughs> Gonzo does not wish, get his wish kiss. Wish denied. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wish denied. Yep, that star did not want 
Gonzo to get a kiss from Piggy. There is something that you left out of this recap, and um, I, it's something I had written down, is that when they when they open the book of the solar system and Irma points to Neptune, uh, Fozzie says, you're from nap time? And they're like, no, dummy, Neptune. Yeah. And this is the point of the episode where I stopped trusting Fozzie. Oh, forever. Mm. Forever? Mm. There is no way. If I say Neptune, you think I said nap time? You do think he's trying to like lead them astray? Yes, the whole time. And if you look back, I think it's one of those Tyler Durden things where he's in every shot, leading them like mm. like you know what I mean. He's like feeding them misinformation. Yes, yeah. I mean, Fozzie's known for telling bad jokes. You don't think this falls in that category, or you think all the bad jokes are really clues this. to the disappearance? <gasps> we don't know. But it, you think he's just it playing? Is, it d- is uh, my. Th- it is a theory. You think he's playing dumb? I think he might be playing dumber than he actually is, mm. and I think he's also. But maybe there's another like a shadow organization over him, mm. and then he's just like trying to through these bad jokes, trying to get out. Like, guys, I'm warning you. I'm warning you. I'm warning you. Yeah, this is one of the things that Jeremy and I have always agreed on is that uh, Fozzie is actually just some like Machiavellian genius. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is a. Uh, is Moonrock a, a clue that the Moonrock joke of Fozzie's? Well, no, it takes just place in hilarious. It, that is, it is hilarious, but see, so it, and, and Fozzie's, nap time isn't hilarious. Not to me. Well, no, because it's also not a joke. Like I don't think he doesn't yeah. play it. He doesn't play it like a, a waka waka. He plays it more like uh, he, he like actually yeah. thinks that he said yeah, he could also time. be in earnest, hard of hearing, and yeah. uh, I'm not giving enough credit for that. He's got a lot of. Uh, Fur in his ears. In his ears, yeah. 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 I mean, it's just a theory. Yeah. Not every theory brings us closer to the answers. Yeah. Well, and also, I don't want to create a witch hunt. I you know? do. <laughs> oh, you do. I, I need Skeeter back. Um, Answer! Yeah. I need her back. Oh, yeah. I know. Also, when when Skeeter says that the alien's name is Irma and she's she's a girl, she also knew. Uh, this alien language and she told the animal to get away from the window. So it's, it seems to me that Skeeter is always the one with privileged information. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to be the other Muppet babies. And I just, I just want to know like, where's this information coming from and mm-hmm. how is it, how is it that Skeeter knows what she knows? And does this have something to do with her disappearance? Yeah. Yeah. Could she be like, when we said maybe an alien, maybe she's involved Maybe she's part of the X Files somehow. Yeah. Maybe that's how she knows about aliens. I mean, what? ask ask me really quick Whoa. which of the Muppet Babies I think knows too much. Uh, which of the Muppet Babies? Skeeter. It's Skeeter. Oh my goodness! You didn't, I didn't even have to finish the question. No, you yeah. had the answer. I knew. Yeah, I think she wow. knows too much, and I think that we know she knows too much. But now we know too little because we don't know where <laughs> she is. Yeah. What is the um? What, <laughs> <laughs> what's the log line of the X-Files? Boy, like, what's the... The truth is out the there. The truth yeah. is out there. Interesting. Always true, especially with the X-Files and I think similarly with Muppet Babies. Yeah. Mm. And also um, Inconvenient Truth. Actually, uh, the Muppet Babies taught me that the truth is in here. He's, uh, <laughs> Ron is pointing to his heart I'm gesturing right now. to my sternum. Yeah, yeah sternum. you did yeah, pump the truth your sternum. Is in your sternum. Is, yeah, the truth is That's in where I keep sternum. all my truth. Yeah. Well, no. truth his sack. is shaped like a T. Yeah. <laughs> what? 
Eileen, what happened next on the episode? Oh, I would love to tell you. Skeeter says a wish won't get Irma home, so Kermit says they should call her planet. They imagine themselves in a phone booth with Kermit trying to call Neptune. The operator says it will cost $2 million. Piggy says she has a nickel, and Fozzie says he has a button. Skeeter says it's hopeless, but Gonzo says they have money in their giant piggy bank. The bank cracks open, and they load coins into the phone as fast as possible. Kermit gets connected to Neptune and asks if this is the Irma residence. The guy says it's the Yoda residence. He has the wrong number. Gonzo says they snap their home to Neptune and constructs a giant slingshot from items around the nursery. He tests it out, but it only sends him across the room. Scooter says what they need is a computer-designed spaceship. Scooter inputs what they have to make a spaceship, leading into the song Rocket to the Stars as they put the ship together. After the song, their ship is finished, and they blast off. Wow. A whole lot of... It's a lot. Wow. A lot going on yeah. in that section. They had a lot of just items in that nursery that we had never seen before. Uh, yeah. We are past the musical number, right? Yeah. The musical that... number was part of that, yes. Mm-hmm. Got it. Rocket to the Stars. Rocket to That's the Stars. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's the, the song I... I kissed a boy too for the first time. The stars. Rocket to the stars. Also, also I, I thought it was so, this is, this is one of those moments where I thought it was so irresponsible that the babies are being totally neglected by this nanny uh, because they're building a gigantic slingshot. And she checks on in on them barely ever. It's, right. It's only when there's like a commotion. And mm-hmm. it's like they're babies. They yes. need Yeah. Thank you. They need constant care. Yeah. That's kind of the deal with babies. And like, what is she so busy with? Changing her clothes? No. No, she's wearing the same green and white striped she, socks. Purple cardigan. She she plays tennis, we know from we know previous she, episodes. Yeah, she plays tennis. She watches TV in the dark. Yeah. Um I those are really the only two things we know about. Oh, no, yeah, that's it. That's that's it. And we think she's not good at tennis. No. <laughs> she was previously she had rented a video camera to record herself playing tennis so she could improve her game, uh, but then, like, didn't care about the video camera, lent it... Lent and, it to the babies. Yeah. So we think she doesn't care, doesn't... We think she, like, gave up on her tennis dreams, basically. Mm-hmm. She was... She rented a video camera? She rented a... This was the 1980s. When you rent video cameras. You rent... You rented everything. When did this happen? This was 80, 86? This was 84. Four eighty-four. Okay. okay. Um, I have a theory. Yes. Uh, Nanny gave up on her tennis dreams. Skeeter had gymnastics dreams. Perhaps the jealousy oh, of of watching a young prodigy baby succeed at her athletic dreams was too much for that green striped witch. Mm. Uh. And also, th- this evidence is speculative, but. Uh, Scooter and Skeeter are, are twins, and the, the archetype is that twins are kind of opposites. And we kind of see this play out in The Muppet Babies where uh, Scooter wants to solve every problem with computers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, in fact, Skeeter has called him a nerd before. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that happens. And uh, Scooter is more of a, a homebody, so it sort of stands to reason that Skeeter is the one most likely to leave or travel in some capacity. And in the song that they sing, she says it's going to go real far. She's talking about the spaceship. Mm-hmm. She's, she's thinking about leaving and going away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. There's a, a great big world outside that nursery, and if anyone wants to see it, it's Skeeter. Yeah, That's true. 
And also, I want to point out that Scooter is really good at computers, and we know this because his computers only have like nine, ten buttons. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. If with only nine or ten buttons, the less um, buttons, the better you are at computers. The less. Yeah, because you have to make up for all those lack of buttons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Fozzie has a button also. He does have a button, and it is not currency. Yeah. And they point that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's two different things. Two different things. Um, Kermit called the. Got through the Yoda residence. Yeah, Yoda lives on Neptune, I guess. Huh. Also, because I thought it was Dagobah. Yeah, Yoda's from Dagobah. Also, like he didn't speak in his weird backwards way of talking the way that Yoda does. Well, Well, it's a Yoda residence. It wasn't Yoda. It might have been like Like a a person, a a butler, or a personal assistant. Yoda's probably got a butler. He's probably got a butler. It would have to be because it stands to reason that everybody that is Yoda's species talks like that, Mm -hmm. even though they're isn't really evidence of there being any other we'll call them Yodas. There's another there's another there's another Yoda in episode one. It's a lady Yoda. Yeah. I don't think yeah. his his butler is probably a different species. Yeah, or is it could be his husband. Or his yeah. um uh adopted So he has like a summer like a summer home on Neptune. Yeah. Okay. Well I assume and a caretaker his Yoda's of the hiding. Also dead. Right. At this point. At right? this point, at this point, Yoda is a. Also, I don't. Spirit. I don't even think Neptune is a solid planet. Like it's like a. Oh right, like a surf. It's planet. like a gas giant. Yeah, I mean well, that's Jupiter. You know, I'm not a science. I'm not either. Uh, I, I was just found out recently you can't uh, stand on the rings of planets. How do you find that out? Mm. Well, we'll see something about rings of a planet in this episode shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I don't know if, the, if it's like in this that. next segment or not. Think it might be. Oh. Um, so uh, next on the episode, uh, so the babies are in their spaceship, and they imagine they're in space on the ship and float around. Uh, Skeeter says, "I could never do this on Earth." Uh, they uh, come up on Saturn, and Gonzo has them approach so they can listen to Saturn's rings by playing it like a record player, which they do. The spaceship is a needle, uh, but Scooter says they don't have time, so they head to Neptune and land. Uh, Scooter says, it's just like I imagine it. They look around and enter a building where Scooter finds a giant computer. Again, computer. Uh, Gonzo finds a remote control matter transporter. He uses it, which sends him back to the time of dinosaurs, and then to a giant bowl of cereal, and then back to Neptune. Uh, Kermit says he wishes he was back in a pond sitting on a log, so Irma pushes some buttons to make a pond. Kermit says he imagines Irma's planet is more like a swamp. Uh, then we see Kermit's vision of the planet. Uh, then Irma makes a sound, and Skeeter says, I think she wants us to follow her. They go to Irma's house, where they see her little siblings and her mama, or Murma, as Rolf says. The little aliens see Kermit and think he's their dad. Uh, Kermit plays hide-and-seek with them, but they immediately find find him because of their built-in radar. Peggy says they have to get back before Nanny finds out, so they get back on the ship and go home. Uh, They found him using their radar and also the fact that he hid but four feet from them. He hid, and he was like, they'll never find me here, and they live there. They probably know all the good hiding spots. Yeah, Yeah, they just moved aside that big leaf, and he was right there. Mm -hmm. But also, they did use, they had these These red things. Yeah, these tummy radar things, which I wish I had, because then it'd be so much easier to find Skeeter with my tummy. Yeah. Plus, you're always losing everything. I am. Thank yeah. you. Should we recruit these 
these Irma's. Neptune Neptunes. Irmas. Um, various Neptune Irmas, if you're out there right now, yeah. um, we are available right now if you want to come on the show. Um, I... I have a seat reserved from Kermit. It's like a lily pad. I don't know what kind of seats you guys would like to sit on, so I got an assortment of uh, beanbag chairs mm-hmm. and um, inflatable uh, plastic clear chairs from the early 2000s and just stuff I would like to sit in. And I got, like, some little ukuleles. <laughs> I don't know if you play those. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to take the 101 down, but um, if you are, you should probably take a, if there's traffic, take a connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I, I suggest the rainbow connection. Oh. Oh, it's not easy being green. <laughs> um, okay, so I wrote down this note, and it says, uh, time I lulled, giant bowl of cereal, uh-oh. Oh. Because I think that was the only time I laughed in the episode out loud was when uh, Gonzo goes, giant bowl cereal, uh-oh. Yeah, it was because uh, Gonzo's on this giant bowl of cereal, and he reasons that this means that there's also a giant yeah. in proximity. That makes more sense. I thought he was just like, oh, no, too much cereal. <laughs> like, how am I going to eat all this cereal? Exactly. I did not laugh, but again, if I did, the laugh would sound like, ha <laughs> ha uh. It's like 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 I'm Santa. glad you don't laugh very often. <laughs> yeah. Um I uh, I noticed that uh they're in front of this like giant supercomputer from space that can the insinuations that can answer any question, right? Cuz they're mm-hmm. asking a question and Skeeter asks it what time it is. Uh yeah. a question answered by a common watch or sundial. And I, I, I just don't understand why she would ask that question unless it was like maybe some perhaps some sort of code. Can we go around and just say if we had a supercomputer in front of us and we could ask it any question, what question we would ask? Where's Skeeter? Where's Skeeter? Um, I was debating between what time is it and where's Skeeter. <laughs> okay. I'll say, I, but where's Skeeter? I think that's the most more important one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would ask it for infinite questions. Oh. That's okay. I was also going to ask for infinite questions. So we have twice as many. But then it could just say no, and I would still be answering. Uh huh. I would ask it, how's Skeeter? Because no one ever seems to. Oh. Yeah. Oh. We're just trying to find out where she is. It no could one could answer if no, she's okay. though. Because that's still oh. an answer. Yeah. Yeah. How's Skeeter? No. no. <laughs> That's so sad. That is so sad. I want her to be yes. Yeah, no, yeah. no would imply a void of something, I think. <laughs> um, what happens in the rest of the episode, oh, Eileen? I would love to share that with you. Oh, this you. part's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, lastly on the episode... Back at the nursery, the babies are happy they sent Irma back to the planet. But Kermit says they didn't pretend hard enough because Irma is still there. Mm -hmm. Then they hear a truck outside, look out the window, and see a man with a flashlight and a cage. Skeeter says, it's an alien catcher coming to get Irma. Scooter thinks they'll take her to a laboratory and do experiments on her. They try to hide her, then the doorbell rings. Skeeter shouts, quick, hide her! Let's get her, her a better disguise! 
They put more stuff on Irma. The nanny comes in and brings in a guy from the outside, Mr. Johansson. He's there to take the creature back to the zoo. They try to whisk Irma away to keep her out of the zoo, but Mr. Johansson takes out some leaves and Irma goes to him. Then uh, the disguises come off and Mr. Johansson says that Irma's really a boy named Charlie and he's a koala bear from Australia, not an alien from Neptune. The babies are sad they'll never see Charlie again, but Mr. Johansson gives them free zoo passes so they can see him whenever they want. What a relatable situation. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand a, a grown man handing zoo passes to babies that are also Muppets. I just didn't... I, I don't understand why you should, he wouldn't just give the passes to Nanny and be like, you can take all of your Muppet babies to the zoo. I just, I don't yeah. get, what's a baby going to do with a pass, I guess is my question. Hold on to it and then later go to the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> Forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, do you remember being a kid and having stuff? I remember having stuff. I don't. It's, it escapes me. I never had zoo passes. Well, I mean, I just had little coupons. What kind of coupons did you have? Um, you know, uh, get this, buy one, uh, this, buy one Ninja Turtle, get the next one. Uh, free. <laughs> it wasn't buy one Ninja Turtle. I'll just get the next one. <laughs> just get the next one. <laughs> it just it just felt so grown up to me. It's like he was yeah. like handing them his business card. It's like mm-hmm. it's just stuff that a, a yeah. baby doesn't really I, have business. I need something cleared up for me. Is that was that koala presenting as an alien? Is that what happened? Presenting because it looked like Irma, Irma looked like an alien, but it was a koala bear. Mm-hmm. Irma was a koala in the uh, Neptune. Fantasy. We saw Irma, yeah, looking like an alien, but that was just the Muppet Baby's imagination. Yeah, its disguise transforms into a more realistic version of itself that is it. that is alien and Got in it. no way koala. So, it, the, so the koala wasn't tricking the Muppet Babies. No, the no. koala had fallen into the closet apparently, and mm-hmm. the clothes that had fallen onto it or that it had put on, and the right. Muppet Babies' imaginations led mm-hmm. them to jump to some conclusions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They do that sometimes. Sometimes sometimes they jump to conclusions instead of thinking it through, but they're babies, so you have to forgive it. Yeah. I was, um, so I've, I watched The Muppet Babies when I was a kid, and I loved two episodes so much. One was the Star Wars episode. One was the Indiana Jones episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I saw the title of this episode, I got so excited. It's and called the Gal- From the Galaxy. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I... It also, is like the, in the, the Star Wars in like the theme song, there's a scene with a, a Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. Yes, I saw that, and I was like, "Oh, this certainly is the Star Wars episode." Yeah. Instead, it was the cute little koala bear episode. And then I saw the UFO, and I was like, "What?" So, is that a clue? <laughs> it's hard to say. Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all everything's a clue. Every, yeah, everything's yeah. a clue. That's the motto that I have tattooed on my forehead. Yeah. Um, this is kind of a sad ending, presented as a happy ending, but, I mean, they have to send this koala to the zoo. They act like that's a good thing, but it's also, like, this animal's trapped in a zoo. The animal was happy. The koala bear was very happy with the babies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, it's like Imagination City. It's like a nice uh, yeah. play place to live. and mm-hmm. you got all your friends. 
Uh, I've modeled my bedroom after the Muppet Babies nursery. Did you really? I just I my current bedroom that I sleep yes. in right now. Yeah. Yes, because okay. that's what I dream about. Does your roommate come in and check on you like not very often? She does. Yeah. And I've never seen her face. Roughly every act break, she comes yeah. in. Yeah. I break out my days into acts. That's a sure. fact about me. Uh, could five act? Yeah. <laughs> could could Skeeter be in a zoo? Wow. <laughs> my God, that's not quite a um, reaction. Yeah, that's that's a kook. That's that's kooky. It's certainly a thought because if it would be a zoo, but also one that no one wanted anyone to go to and see, mm-hmm. we would have to because no one. We would probably have heard, I guess, if yeah, from patrons of the zoo, if Skeeter was there. Is kidnapping being put in a zoo that someone doesn't want you to see? No. <laughs> Is that what a zoo? Is that what kidnapping is? Yeah, it's like you get to go to a, you get to be, you're in a zoo, but it's like no one visits it. I think you could be kidnapped and put in something where people are seeing it. Yeah, that's a zoo. That's all. But I think that could also be kidnapping. Yeah. So maybe Skeeter's one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I. Um. <laughs> I I, uh, I, th- I like it's is is it does it strike you guys as like really sad when we when you watch Muppet Babies? Like it's I already like, know that the answer is yes. Okay, because it's like a document. It's like it is like watching like old home videos with somebody who has passed. You know. Well, let's hope not. Well, I mean, or just gone missing. Thank you. Yeah, gone missing. I mean, I know we're all holding out hope, but, you know, what is the statistic here? The statistic on missing Muppets, um, I think we're, the data set is small. Yeah. Sure. There's not, like, really a lot of data to make a correlation. Yeah. I don't don't understand why Skeeter, or why Scooter isn't more vocal about... His missing twin sister. The location of his missing twin. Which makes it all the more suspicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very suspicious. Yeah, I mean, because do we even know the scooter, skeeter, um, I guess, a species? Uh, maybe, maybe at some point in their adolescence, uh, they absorb each other, and scooter is skeeter. They start it's not, as twins, and then they become it, one. It is not the most far fetched of the theories. It's kind of. Like- I think. Uh, if that were to happen, I think I think Skeeter is the more dominant personality. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, she's the free spirit. I don't think she would, even if she absorbed into another body, would she let herself become a PA? For sure. And they would have to combine names somehow. They'd be like, they'd be like Scorter. <laughs> Scorter. Scorter, if you're out there. <laughs> but then, but then Sc- Scooter is out there. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, Scooter, if you're really Scorter, you can tell us. Yeah. Stop hiding Skeeter within you and Please. let us know. Yeah. Open your mouth and let the other voice speak. <laughs> this is an emotional roller coaster. This is. This is. Yeah. Um, maybe this is a good time to mention our sponsor. Um, yes, our, our sponsor, uh, Puffs Facial Tissue. Uh, Puffs for when... You're finding out if two twins have absorbed one another and one has disappeared and this makes you sad. 
puffs. I feel like, again, that one was speaking directly to me. This, yeah. this copy I read word for word. Mm-hmm. You have so much puffs stuck to your face. I do. Because yeah. you've been crying so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where the woman begins and the puffs ends anymore. <laughs> yeah. That's true for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, my th- I don't know we, m- what more we can talk about I on mean, this. I think we might. Ag- again, we got a lot of more questions than answers. Yeah. We um, we have I'm, to keep keep watching yeah, and looking I'm, for clues. I'm more clueless than I was before I watched the episode. Well, I think, I mean, that's what seems to happen. But I think. It's par for the course. It's par for yeah. the course. But I think each clueless moment. I think the foggier it gets, the closer we get to emerging from, mm. the, from fog. the fog. We should go around and say our favorite clueless moment, too. Ooh, that's I a think. good idea. Um, mine is definitely when she realizes she is in love with Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Clueless. Ooh, uh, mine is when, in the future, when Ron finally watches Clueless. That is a good And loves it. Moment. And loves it. Yeah. And mine is that uh, Nick Tortelli from Cheers plays the dad. That is a great clueless moment. That, that moment, yeah, that, that whole yeah, portrayal of one character is a moment. The moment of the whole film. I, I do identify with that moment. I right? I like it, yeah. It's a good moment. Um, and uh, Eileen just remembered that Skeeter is missing and is yeah. sobbing again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> guys, where can we find you? And, yeah. Do you and, have anything that you want to plug? Yes. Oh, boy. Um... Probably Twilight. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. like uh, we, me and Ron host a podcast. It's also a bit of a mystery show uh, called The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Uh, but the show is called The Twilight Zone Zone. Oh. So you're going to want to look for that on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts can be found, SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, uh, I'd like to plug my Twitter. <laughs> sure. Do it. At Ocarina of Crime. Uh, Ron is at Ron Leckler. Yeah, <laughs> you speak can just for Ron. Me. You can also oh, um, you can also email Ron Leckler uh, <laughs> and should I love uh, correspondence. <laughs> it is ronleckler at gmail dot com. Um, you can email me at jes zero two five nine at gmail dot com. Um, if you just have any questions, comments, concerns about this or anything else, oh, anything else, anything. I got yeah. a lot of concerns. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can follow Skaterial on social media. We're at Skaterial on uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Give us a follow. If you have any theories that you want to share with us, please send them our way. Every little bit helps. I'm on Twitter at I underscore lean, L-E-A-N. I'm on Twitter at, uh, at Manser Matt. Mm-hmm. So I guess... There's only one thing left that we can do. We uh, go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Just don't know Where did you go? Why aren't you here? Everything changed when you disappeared By the way, the song is about the Muppet Babies Rocket to the Stars Rocket to That's the Stars right. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, It's the, the song I, I kissed a boy to for the first time Is that real? No Okay <laughs> We'll cut that one out it's the only only part of the podcast that's not true. If that was real, I was going to flip my no. wig. <laughs> this has been a Boardwalk Audio podcast. For more information and shows, visit BoardwalkAudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.